Hi everyone, this is Mark Hastings and welcome to Mark the Poet, the podcast. Hi everyone, this is Mark and this is episode 39 of Mark the Poet and uh, today uh, I just want to share some uh, of my most recent poems that I've written and I've uh, uh, published and posted on my website markthepoet.me yeah quite often uh, I can get uh, a bit too engrossed in uh, the poems that I've written and um, that were published in books that I have published in the past Um, but today I just want to uh, I just want to catch up and uh, just talk about some of the poems that are that I've written most recently, um, and maybe talk about uh, why I wrote them. Uh, so that's what we're going to be talking about today on uh, today's episode. So, uh, as I was saying, um, today I'm going to be talking about uh, some of the poems that I've written uh, most recently and uh, reciting some of the poems that I've written most recently. And um, as I've probably uh, discussed before, you've probably heard me say, if you've listened to any podcast episodes that I've done um, previously, um, I don't seem to uh, follow a, a specific plan or a pattern uh, about what I write about um, very often I'll just feel compelled to write something um, in the moment on the day um, for no reason other than um, I just felt like writing something and I'll just start writing or I might have the title in mind or just a an inkling about something uh, um, and then just over time I'll just start writing uh, whether it's in my notebook or on uh, the notes app of my phone which is very handy actually especially if I'm traveling somewhere and uh, the only thing that I can really grab a hold of is my phone and uh, um, it's very easy to to, to text and, and and write down what you want to uh, express and write and um, you don't need to um, wait for a time when you can type up what you've written in your notebook you can just um, share it instantaneously it's one of the most amazing things about modern technology um, phones and um, tablets and laptops you can type something into a word processor um, app um, or just a notes app um, and just share it immediately, instantly with uh, thousands of people maybe um, but yeah, so that's something I do uh, a lot um, and I've been doing it for years um, that's how I how I write, I don't really uh, have a, uh, a specific subject that I write about um, con- continuously um, even though I do repeat myself um, I must admit um, if I've got an idea about something or if, or if um, I've uh, 
something that uh, just won't go away and that keeps uh, returning in my mind then I may I may write about something over and over again but uh, you know that's life life rhymes and repeats and so do people um, but uh, yeah occasionally um, I'll just write about something uh, spontaneously um, I'll just be sitting down I'll just be looking at something or nothing in particular and I'll just be inspired and then on other occasions I'll uh, write something for a specific occasion and um, yeah that's kind of the story of the last few poems that I've written and I've published on uh, my website uh, and just this morning I uh, published uh, a poem that I wrote um, about a week ago actually I think it was um, and uh, I was just inspired to write it by um, me just sitting down and looking out and I saw something and I was inspired to write a poem about it right there and then and um, this is the first poem that I want to uh, recite to you today and uh, that poem is called the dark horse in the breeze of the early morning air I walked to a place where I knew something majestic would be waiting for me there and as I got closer to them I could almost feel the power of their stare and before I knew it I was looking into the dark eyes of a horse the colour of midnight black who seemed to recognise me and I recognised them as if they were a ghost from my past. I stood and stared at the physical embodiment of black beauty from Anna Sewell's novel. A feeling of peace overcame me and I felt an instant sense of calm as if I were a child as if the horse before me looked at me as if I were a young foal. To some people, horses are approached cautiously because they be their behaviour can sometimes be temperamental. However, to me a horse is one of the most beautiful and intelligent animals on earth who has a heart and a soul that is as complex as they are magical. From stallions to thoroughbreds, from Arabians to shires, horses have a way about them that is uniquely individual to them, and in many ways horses are like people, because they feel, they think, they dream, and they love to show, and to be shown, affection. And horses, like most complicated creatures who people share a connection with, also have a phenomenal memory and they may not actually require being whipped while racing on a race course. And that is one of the reasons why I never feel any trepidation and why I did not feel nervous at all when I caught my first glimpse of the statuesque presence of the dark horse.
And um, the next um, poem that I want to read to you um, is a poem that I uh, I wrote for September the 11th, um, which was the was the 19th um, anniversary on uh, September the 11th, and um, I wrote this in the morning um, of September 11th because I. I always uh, write something for that day in particular because it means so much to me and I remember that day back in 2001, the day that that um, changed the face of the world and of humanity and the, the, the echoes and the repercussions of the events that happened that day we're still living within and uh, I still mourn, like everybody else, mourn the, the deaths and the, the the loss of life, the, the innocent people who died on that day, and as I say, every every year I I make a point to write a poem for September the 11th, and um, this year I did so, um, I wrote it in the morning on my phone, and as soon as I'd written it, I shared it on my website, and uh, people uh, instantly liked it and uh, and um, I'm glad I'm glad that they did and uh, I hope you like it and the poem that I wrote for September the 11th this year is called Liberty will never fall and I hope you like it Humanity has lived through times when we have looked at what is going on around the world and we have had to ask ourselves, what is going to happen next? What does this all mean? Is this the end of the world? Times of plague and pandemic, times of financial crisis, times of war, times of terrorism, and in recent history, apart from what we are all living through right now, I would have to say that the terrorist attacks on the United States of America on September 11th, 2001 would have to be and will always be considered as one of the single most destructive and world-changing events that we have ever known and which will never be forgotten. The events of that Tuesday afternoon in September of 2001 when thousands of people were killed as a result of terrorism, have been ingrained within my mind and the world for 19 years now. And I can still remember exactly what I saw, what I heard and what I felt when I witnessed, along with the world, the last moments of life of innocent people and the subsequent attacks that have taken place upon people who have done nothing to nobody as a result of a ideology of fear are deplorable, cruel, nonsensical and grotesque. One thing that should have been made abundantly clear by now to those who hate others so passionately, by those who have been attacked but who still continue to stand and who still continue to fight the scourge of tyranny that continues to blight societies all around the world. Freedom is a gift, and nobody has the right to spread fear, 
to intimidate others and to kill people who only want to be who they were brought up to want to be. We all live on an interconnected world and we all have the right to think, to dream and to wish for things that we want. But actions have consequences. The world is not always simple to navigate and no one can do anything with impunity. And if every peace-loving person works together for the betterment of all mankind, then there will come a day when the true gift of a free society, liberty, will continue to rise and will never fall. And um, I hope that that poem uh, resounds with uh, people and they, they see that it's a fitting tribute to the men, women and children who died on September the 11th, 2001 and all the people who have died since because of uh, people who might spread fear through terrorism and uh, destruction, unfortunately. Um, now I want to uh, share the next poem. Uh, one of, also a recent poem that I've written and I've shared on my, uh, my website. And this poem is called Strange New World. Every day is like a strange new world. Every day sometimes looks and feels both similar and familiar, and yet alien and extraordinary at the same time. Every day is like a journey into the unknown for which we sometimes have no words. Every day sometimes feels so full of the unexpected that we can come to believe that we have slipped into an existence, an existence that feels like another life. Every day is an exploration of the human condition. Every day we all have to venture into the frontier of the world that surrounds us, sometimes with no knowledge of who and what we will find. Every day can feel like a test an exercise, or a mission during which we all have to make both big and small decisions. Every day can feel like a dream, or a creation of hope, or fear, of our mind. We all need fantasy, just as much as we all sometimes need a dose of reality. We all need the wonder, the art, the joy, the imagination and the gift of learning something, of seeing something, of hearing something and of going to somewhere that we have never been before. We all need to sometimes escape within the pages of a book, within the notes of a song or within the visual storytelling of a TV show or a movie. All that we can ask of ourselves especially in times when we feel like we are living a life seemingly beyond our control, is to take one step at a time while we learn how to live and to thrive somewhere that feels like a strange new world. And uh, of course, I'm sure you've deciphered that uh, 
that poem was written for our times, uh, describing the times that we live in at the moment, uh, which can seem crazy um, and uh, unbelievable and uh, like a like a fantasy because it's so uh, unpredictable and uh, yeah, what, what can anyone say? about uh, the, the day and age that we live in right now. Uh, and the next poem that I want to read to you today uh, is my poem, The Nervous System, which is a poem that I wrote uh, a few weeks ago now, actually, and um, has been uh, hovering in the, the notes section of my my uh, phone. Um and uh, just waiting to be released uh, at such a time when I wanted to uh, wanted to share it, and uh, it all depends on the day. Sometimes I've got poems that I haven't published, um, haven't shared, just still waiting to be for their time, I guess you could say. And um, it's funny how often that happens. You write something, and then you look at it, and you think, no, not yet give it some time and uh, yeah you end up uh, just putting it out of your mind and forgetting it and then sometimes it just pops up and you think oh yeah maybe it's the time now or maybe that's just me um, but yeah so the poem that I want to read to you uh, right now another um, one, one of my most recent poems and this poem is called The Nervous System Not only, not only is the human body an impressive end product of evolutionary biology, it is also an intricate and highly complex network of electricity that is integral for the communication of the systematic pulses and signals of coordination that define a person's actions and what they sense about their surrounding environment. In fact, every animal on Earth has both a central nervous system as well as a peripheral nervous system that is directly responsible for many of the things that individuals can do and oftentimes take for granted. There are over 7 trillion nerves in the human body. There are over 86 billion neurons in the human brain. The average human being can produce between 100 and 2,000 watts of energy. The average person's heart will beat 60 to 70 beats per minute, meaning that a person might end up producing 2 billion beats over a lifetime, which to me is absolutely astounding. There is so much that we do know about how the average human body functions. There is so much that we do know about how long the average human man or woman will live based upon their lifestyle choices. There is so much that we know about how the different and individual systems of our bodies work in unison with one another. However, when it comes to the brain, 
doctors and experts are still trying to figure out exactly why and how the central processing unit that is the place where we think, we dream and we interpret what we feel into emotion actually works. There is more to our own selves than we could possibly imagine. There is more to how we do what we do than we could understand. We know more about the surface of the sun than we do about our own minds. There is more to learn about how we intuitively perceive some things about life that still does not make sense. There is more to learn about everything. And there is no more fundamental and yet still mystifying internal highway that we still need to uncover all the secrets of, which makes all complex life on our planet possible, than that which is our incredible and interconnected nervous system. And uh, there we are. Four poems. Um... Not uh, not long, really. Um, and I think over time, um, the length of my poems has shrunk considerably. Um, when I first write, started writing poetry, um, after my initial poems that I wrote, which were short and usually just um, just a, a few verses, really, all strung together. Um, I did tend to write and ramble, you could say, and the poems that I wrote did uh, trail off. And uh, if you read the, the poems that I wrote, um, let's say seven years ago, they would be ones that had probably about five verses to them. And because uh, I just couldn't stop myself, I just started writing and writing and writing, and then. I didn't know when to stop, and but then when I stopped, it was logical ending. I I always uh, like to believe, um, but now um, I'm a bit more uh, tried and tested, and I have a bit more of a feel to my writing, and I know um, I might not know exactly where to start, but I know where to finish, and. Um, I've learnt um, to understand and feel the flow of my poetry, um, and to 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 experience it and to write it as if I were writing a piece of music that flows and goes up and down and and hooks um, with one another, different verses, different layers, different speeds. Um, different depth and of course there's a if, if you were to analyse poetry um, as some people have I'm sure um, we used to analyse specific poems at school I remember but it wasn't really something that I took great interest in um, I mean I always loved the, the, the sonnets of William Shakespeare but it's only as I've got older that I've understood them more and uh, and I've understood how much Shakespeare is uh, like a god for me to me Shakespeare is the god of literature he's the 
the God who started everything for me. Um, he's my Buddha, you could say, and he's the one who uh, I um, I uh, pray to, um, and I get inspiration from, and uh, he's always going to be the my literary hero, the figurehead, the one who I look to for inspiration whenever I uh, I find myself um, at a place and at a time when I don't know if I'm if I'm any good or if I can write anything um, anything that would be worth reading by anyone and uh, yeah I suppose that's natural because Shakespeare was where it all started for me and um, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Shakespeare and reading his sonnets and uh, yeah. And actually, uh, my sister she just got back from uh, a um, a brief visit to uh, Stratford upon Avon, where uh, Shakespeare lived with his family um, up until uh, his death. And uh, uh, she returned um, with a, a gift of um, some miniature. Uh, books of uh, Shakespeare's, um, some of his uh, sonnets and his uh, uh, quotes and some um, uh, select um, pieces from some of his uh, plays and uh, it's such a cute little uh, thing and um, I treasure it and um, I put a, a little bust of William Shakespeare that I bought uh, myself when I was in Stratford-upon-Avon at the um, William Shakespeare um, birthplace gift shop, I think it is called, and um, I placed uh, my uh, my little busts, my little Shakespeare um, he- uh, figurehead on top of those books that my sister bought me, and uh, yeah, I love it. Um, the Shakespeare is and he'll always be um, inspirational to me, and he'll always be my literary hero and uh, kind of a, a, a god to me someone who I uh, I think was uh, ahead of his time in so many ways and who will um, forever be uh, uh, venerated with, uh, with uh, blessings and uh, and uh, so much uh, so much love um, for uh, what he's given um, the English language and the world and humanity uh, in the form of his his sonnets, his words, his his plays, and um, yeah, what he left behind. And uh, that's why he's the, the greatest writer of uh, history, or of all of all time. Um, yeah, and he's someone, if I could go back in time, and I had a time machine, he is probably the number one person who I would go back in time and talk to, and, uh, and ask him where he got his inspiration from, uh, how he did what he did, and, um, how, I would just tell him how amazing he is, and, uh, and how, um, how much respect and um, how important he is not only to me but to 
lots of other poets and writers and playwrights and so many people and so many people come tourists come to to England uh, to Great Britain just to go to visit Shakespeare's birthplace and see the Globe Theatre in Stratford-upon-Avon as well as the Globe Theatre in in London on the Thames there and um, and they're all drawn by the words of the bard himself Shakespeare and uh, yeah I'll continue to be inspired by him every day and the reason that I've written so many poems is all because of him I have him to thank, as well as my own experiences and people that I've met. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, everybody has that one person who who sparks um, something within them, who brings alive a, a gift uh, of creativity or love or joy or imagination. And uh, for me, that's Shakespeare. And uh, yeah, so he was a great man, and he'll always be remembered. And uh, I, I also made a point to uh, when I was in Stratford upon Avon. Um, I think it was at the five, his, the five, the anniversary of his five hundredth year anniversary of his birth. Um, I went to the. Uh, Holy Trinity Church in Stratford-upon-Avon where Shakespeare is, is buried and I went there and uh, I paid my respects to him and I looked up at the um, there's a bust of him there on on the on the wall in the inside the church and I stood at his uh, his gravesite and oh the, the feeling was amazing it was like um, the end of a of a a journey, it was, um, yeah, a very spiritual and meaningful experience for me that I'll, uh, I'll never forget, and, uh, anyway, I guess I'm gonna leave it there for now, um, uh, hope you liked, uh, this episode, um, hope everyone is, um, staying safe out there, hope everyone's staying hopeful and positive, um, and uh, I hope uh, everything will be will be better soon. Um, maybe not even if it's that this year, maybe next year. But uh, just don't stop believing that everything's going to be okay. Because uh, no matter what I see on the news, no matter what I hear what's going on, uh, I just have to stay hopeful. And I hope you listening to this can also stay hopeful and uh, and uh, we'll all get through this in one piece um, but, uh, as I say I'll leave it there for now um, thank you for listening and I'll talk to you again hi everyone um, if you liked what you heard in this episode of uh, Mark the Poet the podcast and uh, you want to hear more, uh, or if you want to read more of uh, my poetry, uh, then uh, if you go to uh, my website, uh, which is markthepoet.me, you'll find um, a wide uh, selection of uh, some of the poems that I've written over the last 
five years and uh, if you want to buy a copy of one of my books then just go to Amazon uh, in whatever country you're in um, or onto barnesandnoble.com um, uh, and uh, you can get a copy of all of my books each one of my 10 books and um, there you'll find uh, books of poetry that I've written uh, my short novels and um, yeah my uh, my poetic journey and uh, my writing journey um, for over the last uh, 10 years so uh, if you like the sound of that and you, you want to read more, listen to more, um, then uh, check out um, my website markthepoet.me or check out some of my books um, on Amazon uh, or online wherever you get your books uh, in a physical copy and also as an ebook. book um, so Thanks for listening and uh, happy reading.